This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So one strike away for perhaps strikeout number 3,000 of his career, JV. Two balls and two strikes. Here it is, and it's swung on, and it gets away from the catcher. That's number 3,000 for Verlander. Calhoun will reach first base on the strikeout. Verlander, the 18th pitcher in Major League history to reach 3,000. And everybody on the top step in the dugout, hats off, applauding, and the fans at Angel Stadium all on their feet as well. 3,000 Justin Verlander. 36 years old, the kid from Virginia. Tips his cap to the crowd. Angels players clapping for him as well. That's a big deal. That's a big deal right there. Erlander, long look in. Now rocks and delivers. Swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball. And Justin Verlander with his 300th strikeout of the season. Just the second set of teammates to ever do that. Along with Garrett Cole now, 300 strikeouts. Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling also doing it in 2002. What a feat. Astros players on the top step applauding Verlander. First time Justin Verlander in his great career has ever struck out 300 in a season. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Angel Stadium of Anaheim, where today the Houston Astros wrap up the 2019 regular season and wrap up a four-game series against the Los Angeles Angels. Astros have taken two of the first three games in this series after a 6-3 win over the Angels yesterday. Justin Verlander struck out 12 over six innings, had his 3,000th career strikeout and 300th strikeout of this season. And Jose Altuve, three hits, including a home run, drove in three. Astros have won 11 of 13. Angels have dropped 13 of their last 18. Astros 106 and 55. They've clinched home field throughout the postseason, and they lead the AL West by nine games over the A's. The Angels fourth in the West at 72 and 89, 34 games behind the Astros. It's time for today's pitching matchup, and it's brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, Garrett Cole on the mound tonight, and Cole looking for his 20th win. It would be his first 21 season. And like Verlander last night, trying to state his case for the Cy Young, his last opportunity to do so. Yeah, and a chance to get to his 20th win would probably mean a lot to Garrett Cole in this game. And for that reason, A.J. Hinch has most of his regulars in. And we'll see how long that they play during this game. But I think any other time, if it wasn't Cole in what this is is at stake, I think a lot of the other guys would be playing in this. So uh, this just goes to show you uh, how important it is for Cole – 
of course, one and two in Cy Young Award voting with Verlander, but uh, he's been phenomenal. Hasn't lost uh, since last school year, if you want to look at it that way. However ever old your kid is, uh, they are in the grade before the last time Garrett Cole lost a game. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch this one. Uh, Dylan Peters on the, on the other side, a lefty that the Astros hit around pretty good uh, last time they saw him. Yeah, Dylan Peters, a 4.72 ERA in 16 games this year. Maybe the biggest thing for Peters is a chance that he kind of got to establish himself and, yeah. and got a chance to get some reps at the at the big league level. And I'd imagine going into the offseason has a better idea of what he needs to do to improve. Yeah, it's like audition. It's like an extended spring training for mm-hmm. Peters to, to try to show that he belongs in the plans for the Angels going forward. And they're looking for pitchers. And uh, anytime you're left-handed, you get guys out, you're going to get a lot of chances. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. You know, you look at the way things have gone for the Astros, not just over the last few days, but but all season. And obviously, when you win 106 games, uh, a lot of things go right for you. Uh, but you think about the, the pitching for this Astros team, particularly the starting pitching. 89 quality starts going into the final game of the season. That leads the major league. So you're talking about, uh, you know, averaging, you know, basically more than one every other game. And uh, that makes that that puts you in in pretty solid footing when you're getting uh, quality starting pitching more often than not. You know, a lot of teams would have panicked pretty, pretty big time when when you lose Altuve for the length that they did Springer for a better part of a a month. And now Correa, it's going to be about two months, all told losing him so you lose those star type players for that long how are you going to maintain how are you going to get to 106 wins yeah it's because of the pitching man it, they just been that dominant they every single day give yourself a, a chance to hold the other team down and find a way to score enough runs to beat the other team that's the name of the game and it's been because of the astros pitching coming up next we'll be joined as we are every sunday by jeff luno astros president of baseball operations and general manager but now this from your local station what's even easier than hitting a home run into the crawford boxes deep to left field and you can kiss that goodbye into the landry's crawford boxes how about cracking open a delicious crawford bock carbox crawford bock pairs perfectly with peanuts stadium dogs and a good seventh inning stretch plus a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the astros foundation to support community initiatives so root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, Astros president of baseball operations and, and general manager. And Jeff, last night so special for Justin Verlander. Uh, his 3,000th career strikeout. Uh, got to 300 strikeouts on the nose uh, in last night's ball game as well. And uh, it's just it's just remarkable when you think about everything he's accomplished, not just in his career, but also this season. It really is incredible, and it was a special evening. I think we all figured he'd probably get to 3,000 last night, but uh-huh. didn't figure that he'd punch out 12 guys, right. uh, and he did, and that was uh, unbelievable. Those are incredible milestones. I, I know that there's some guys that have a lot more strikeouts, but I think he's the 18th pitcher ever to get to that level. And today's game, it's, it's hard to do because you don't pitch as deep into games as you have in the past but incredible to watch what he's doing and I think more incredible to watch the support that his teammates give him and the fact that you know he's battling with Garrett Cole for the Cy Young and immediately after he comes out of the game they're sitting there talking waving their hands obviously animated conversation it's just so much fun to watch it's funny but but there's almost something big going on every single night but but the thing that stands out more than anything is that two seasons ago you win over 100 games and you're the first team to continue to to score to win more the next year and more the year after that. 
all time. So you continue to get better. You got a chance for 107 today. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's incredible because I remember when we lost 107 games and it was incredible the other way. But I think a lot of credit has to go to A.J. Hinch, the fact that he's been able to keep this team looking forward and getting better every year. I mean, we do a lot in the front office to give him a, a good roster, but the high teams with good rosters out there don't accomplish what he has. And, and it's incredible how we're finishing so strong. There's a lot of reasons why guys would want to sort of take it easy this time of year, get ready for what's coming next week. But really, the reality is these guys are out there every night playing as if this is the most important game of the season. And, you know, Altuve is out there getting his hits and uh, Reddick's hitting the home run. I mean, yesterday, that was that was incredible. And also what's been incredible, you know, we talk about what Justin Verlander did last night. Now you got Garrett Cole going today, yeah. and those are the two guys, like A.J. Hinch said, I don't know who's going to win the Cy Young, but I know he's in this room, he yeah. said, after the Astros uh, clinched the division. And, I mean, Cole with a chance to, to state his case. And, I mean, last year obviously was a, a big step forward for Cole in his first year with the Astros. And, and this year he's just taken it to another level. It seems like he's found another gear almost. He is. And in, in my mind, he and JV are the two best pitchers in baseball nationally or American League. So whoever wins it is deserving of it. Whoever loses it is or comes in second is deserving of winning it too. So it's nice to have that. It's nice to have the final game of the season, us to have Garrett Cole out there and, and a good bullpen right behind him and our regulars in the lineup. I mean, I think we're not going to play until Friday, but we're going to be ready for whoever we play because our guys are, are focused, they're playing well, and our, our starting pitchers are about as good as any group I've seen going into a postseason. Is picking who you think is going to win the Cy Young award like saying who's your favorite kid? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's exactly right. And, you know, Granky's right there with uh, 18 wins right behind these guys. Yeah. So um, we've got a really good pitching staff. And it's I'm just so glad that all these guys are on our team. The same thing, I feel the same way about the position players. When you talk about, you know, who's your favorite, who's the best player. you got Altuve, former MVP, Bregman, potentially current MVP, Springer, future MVP, Correa, future MVP. I mean, we have so many good, good players, rookie of the year uh, on our team. So... It's just so much fun having this collection of talent together. And you've talked about the guys that you've extended, and you, you like to extend guys that you feel like aren't going to take it for granted and they're going to continue to be driven. And that's what's impressive about Bregman. He's taken it to another gear. Altuve did that a yeah. few years ago. But it's rubbed off on everybody else. And you talked about how hard this team's still playing. Like They don't have anything else to play for other than just they enjoy winning. Yeah, they do. And, and even though we've already clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and World Series, these guys want to win today, and they want to back up Garrett Cole. They want to see him get his 20th win. That's really important to Garrett. It's also important to the team, and that's why you're going to see a, a big effort out there today, and AJ's going to probably keep the regulars in until, you know, the game has pretty well been determined one way or another. So it, it's, it's a testament to the character of the team, and it's not just one person. It's how it's all come together, and I think a lot of that is AJ's leadership, but a lot of it's the individual people that, that we have on our team, like Altuva and Springer and, and Bregman and the rest of them. So Carlos Correa, you know, hasn't played since last Saturday. He's been dealing with that that lower back issue and uh, the decision made to to shut him down for the rest of the regular season. Uh, obviously, you'll have four days off before the division series starts on Friday. How confident are you that Correa will be able to answer the bell and, and be in the lineup for for Game One of the division series? Very optimistic at this point. I think if we had games next week, he would be playing in those games, and obviously we do, but it's not until Friday, and it's, it's uh, the most important game of our season. Um, and I think he's going to do the work it takes this week, uh, take live BP, do all the different activities, and if, if his back feels good, which we're crossing our fingers at will, 
you know, this is a guy we want in our lineup. He's a guy that's an exceptional shortstop. He's a good hitter, and we've seen what he can do when he came back the other day. He hit two dingers in one game. So we're going to need that punch in the middle of the back of the lineup, and we're going to need his arm at shortstop. I would imagine second segment, we're going to talk to you about maybe composition of the postseason roster, but tell me what you guys do. Right when you go home, do you start talking about uh, some of the pieces, or, or do you want to see who you're going to be playing first? Well, you know how AJ is. He, he doesn't sleep much, and he's constantly thinking about what's ahead. So I've mm-hmm. um, had a lot of conversations with him, and we've gone back and forth. We're going to be probably telling a few guys after today's game that they're, they're going to go home um, to sort of thin out a little bit. But we're going to keep extra guys. Anybody that has a chance to be on the roster in the first round or second round, um, we're going we're gonna to hang on to it for the time being. And, yeah, some of it will matter if we're playing Tampa versus Oakland because both those teams are, are good teams and they're very different profiles. So, um, you know, probably there might be one or two decisions that will go a different way depending upon how we're playing and also whether Carlos is, is 100% ready to go. Um, those things will all factor in and we'll know more later this week. Joined again by Jeff Luno before the Astros wrap up the regular season here and Anaheim and you know we talked a little bit about the postseason roster a moment ago uh, two guys who I think ha- have really uh, made a, a strong statement that maybe weren't in the mix before uh, Kyle Tucker and Jose Urquidy with what both of them have been able to do and uh, two guys that it seems like at this point certainly have a good shot. Urquidy obviously have to figure out his role, but it uh, seems like those two guys certainly have a, a good shot of, of being on that division series roster. I think so. Urquidy really solidified his uh, spot, I think, with his outing the other night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll have to still wait and see. And, and like you said, we, we got to determine the role. We, we're going to need someone who's available to start a game four. We're going to need someone who can come in long in game one or two if we need it. So, um, you know, he could play either one of those roles, as could Miley. Um, but I think those are the two guys we'll be talking about for those roles. And uh, Tucker has looked comfortable defensively, offensively, base running. He's really uh, looks calm, looks like he belongs. And, you know, uh, I, I think his bat, his left-handed bat, whether it's off the bench or maybe getting a start here or there, is something that we're going to have to uh, look at. It's, it's a good problem that we have because we've got players that are not going to be on the playoff roster that are really good players that deserve it. Uh, but that's, that's a fortunate situation for us. Jeff, is it safe to say that both Miley and Urquidy would be on the roster? You know, right now I, f- I feel like that's probably the answer, but yeah. we're going to have to look at it and see um, exactly how many pitchers we're carrying. And, you know, we really don't have anybody else that can give us length. I mean, right. Devo can give us two and, you know, Peacock one plus. But I, I think we're going to need probably both those guys for length protection. Do you think, depending on who you wind up playing, that may help determine uh, – whether it's Urquidy or Miley who gets a start in a potential game four if the division series goes that far? Because obviously Miley left-handed, you could right. use him in, in some different ways out of the bullpen potentially. Yeah, I mean, that's those are the conversations we need to have. Obviously, Oakland has a lot of power right-handed bats yeah. that uh, make it a little more difficult for left-handers. Uh, Tampa's got more of a mix. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, and, and quite frankly, you know, you never know if we're down – 2-1, then, you know, maybe short rest for, for our horses. So, we'll, you know, those are decisions that are kind of be made on a day-by-day basis, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do the best we can uh, by, you know, basically Friday by the time we have to turn in the rosters. Hey, we know where Miles Straw real value lies. That's his speed. But is his ability to play both the infield and outfield uh, help him to make one of the rosters? I think in the in the regular season that was very helpful, and he did get a lot of games out there and helped us. I don't really feel like uh, that's a situation that we want to put him in during the postseason. Okay. 
I mean, clearly, if there's a, a need, an emergency late in the game or something, he would do it. Yeah, it'd have to be an emergency. But but really, at the end of the day, we've got Bregman who plays short. We've got, you know, Correa, obviously, who plays short, and Diaz plays short. Um, and I think those would be the guys that you'd see out there in those situations. And nothing against Miles. I think he's really improving in that position and needs to continue to focus on it. Uh, but to put a young kid in a, in a situation like that, so high pressure in a position he hasn't played, I think that would be challenging. So probably not, but, but he brings a lot to the table. His speed, his defense in the outfield, his ability to make contact, those are all things that we, we value. Now, in the past, you, you have some guys who stay with the club uh, who are not on the postseason roster, and you have some guys who maybe go to Florida, down to the spring training complex, West Palm Beach, and work out uh, in the event that they're needed. Uh, how do you make that determination and, and what sort of kind of coverage do you look at in terms of making sure that you, you have some of those extra guys who can who can fill in if, if you need it in the in the upcoming rounds? Well, we have to plan for contingencies and not just one, but two or three in a row happening. So we'll probably carry anybody with the team that we think is 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 a possibility given one or two events. Uh, guys that would only be on if there were three events, uh, we'll either send them to Florida or tell them to go home and stay in shape. We haven't decided that yet because instructs are over and there's not a ton going on at the complex. But um, it's definitely those those are the types of decisions we're going to need to make here in the next day or so. Jeff, a couple of the, the relief pitchers that you wanted to get in a few times during this road trip. Yeah. Uh, one, Ryan Presley, and, and he's been in two games at this series here in Anaheim, and he's passed muster very well. And Brad Peacock, who will probably get it, a turn again today. Everything looking good so far with both of them. It really is. And Presley going back to back and feeling good after he came out of the game last night, I think that was important for us to see because there's going to be an opportunity probably more than once to go back to back. And he's probably a guy that's going to get called on a lot. And and Peacock uh, felt good after his last outing. And like you said, he'll we're going to try and get him in there today and see how he feels. And both of those guys are weapons that have postseason experience that we're going to need. We've seen uh, a couple of minor league managers come up. Omar Lopez was up, uh, manager of Corpus Christi. Uh, and uh, right now, Mickey Story's with the team for the remainder of the season, his first year at, at AAA Round Rock. Important to get those guys up here and, and around the big league club, kind of get an idea of what's going on and, and, and maybe inform them in their decisions is, is when they go back to manage? Yeah, I do think so. It's it's both a, an opportunity for them to continue to learn, uh, but also a reward for a lot of their good work. And Mickey Story did a great job, best record in the PCL this year, and got to the playoffs. And, for you know, this guy was pitching for us a few years back. Yeah. And we yeah. lost 106 games, and here he is when we win 106. So that's nice to have. Um, and it's just good experience for him, and, and who knows, someday, you know, he may find himself on the staff. So it's, uh, it's good to know how things change for the postseason. All right, Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager. Thanks for joining us. Looking forward to seeing you in the postseason. Thanks for having me on, guys. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the party. Welcome back. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball as teams race for the pennant brought to you by Apache Apache Corp. Exploring what's possible. Well, the neat thing Major League Baseball started doing in 2015 is starting all of the games on the last day of the regular season at the exact same time 
That's at uh, 2 o'clock Central Time. So this game starting a little bit afternoon uh, local time here in Anaheim. And I, I think it's a really neat feature, especially if you, you go to, into that final day with things still to be decided. Really, the one thing that needs to be decided uh, going into today is what's going to happen in the National League Central. Both the Cardinals and Brewers losing yesterday. They're both in the postseason. Cardinals have a, a one-game lead in the division, but both playing at the same time. So you know uh, both teams and both fan bases will be, will be scoreboard board watching at least for that game what i love about those situations too and i think that, that idea was spawned from some of the things that we saw uh last day of the season uh a, a couple of years before mm -hmm. uh, the the major leagues made this a, a, a rule or protocol is but you, you're sitting in the stands and and you're hearing cheers and you're wondering what are they cheering about you know exactly what's going on everybody's looking at yep. the scoreboard uh fans react to what they see on the out-of-town scoreboards or they're watching on mlb about whatever the, the case may be uh but it's fun. It makes things very interesting to see things boil down to uh, maybe the conclusion being about 15 minutes apart. The chase for the pennant for a third straight year happens here. The Astros win the AL West and headed to the postseason. Astros Radio. We win three more series. We're going to hang another flag. Enjoy tonight. Houston's exclusive hometown call. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.